Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hello. Um, Here we are again. We're back. <laughs> I was trying to help you out that time. Yeah. So do you have anything, um, any sort of like a summary of the, the past week? Anything to, to talk about? Um, boring. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Um, honestly, like honestly the past boring. week. It's been so cold. Yeah, there's I like, can't do anything. Right. And I'm bored. Exactly. I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house bored, as that one man said on TikTok. Yes. But we did yeah. go see Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. That was Loved definitely it. the highlight. Um yeah. we went and saw Mean Girls. That was I liked it. I never I liked you it a have lot. seen yeah. have you you've seen the musical before. Well, I've never seen it. I've only okay. listened to it. Okay. Yeah, but um, I know the soundtrack, back to front. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any idea what this was gonna be like at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you had like a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I don't know. No, it was cute. It so. was cute. I loved it. Some people talk bad about musicals and stuff, but yeah, yeah. they do. But it was good. It was so, good. If you even like musicals a little bit, go and see it. Yeah, haters are gonna hate, but the vibes were immaculate. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's never going to be as good as the original. Sorry. Stop getting mad about it because it never is. No, that's so true. Definitely true. Um, Loved it. Yeah, it, it did. It made me want to go watch the original again. Same. But I, I did not do that yet. Same. Same. <laughs> now that we're bringing it up again, I might go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> after we have this. to. We really speaking, have to. Speaking of like movies, though, I, I ordered something... This okay. past week that I am very excited about. What did you order? It is the Twilight makeup collection. Oh my from gosh. ColourPop. Okay, not sponsored, first of all. <laughs> because if it was sponsored, I would be getting it too. <laughs> oh my god, no. I'm That's so, so excited. exciting. It's sold out in like... You're telling me. I tried to get 20 it. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Update. I didn't get it. But I'm so excited to see it. I hope. I, know. I hope it's like as magical as it looks, which yes. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Like, ah, it's so beautiful. The eyeliners, I've never seen eyeliners that look like that before. Mm-hmm. No, I know. They're sparkly. It's, just, oh. it's, and obviously, if you've ever listened to us before, you know we love Twilight. Mm-hmm. We mention it at least once every single episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's really fitting um, yeah. that you would get the entire collection of I makeup. mean, I had to. You it's had like, no choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. What do you think is going to be your favorite product before you get it? (laughs) And we'll update the listeners next week, hopefully, Um, when you have it. Yeah. The, um, I think the eyeshadows. I don't know. I'm really excited about Mm, it. The palette? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. We should do, like, a, um, maybe we can do a, a TikTok, like, unboxing or something. Oh, okay, yeah. We can, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm down. Yeah. I'm going to come unbox yeah. it with you and just pretend like it's mine. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, okay. go watch our TikTok. Go just follow us on TikTok also. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start posting back on there. It's been a minute. We have TikTok- TikToks up, but, you know, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. But 2024, New Year, New Us, we're going to start posting again. So... I mean, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to try. try. I'm really going to try. It's one of my resolutions that I recently figured out. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Um. Also, I can't remember now, but like as we were just not to go back to the Mean Girls movie, but there was a quote, like a very popular quote from Mean Girls that was not in the new Mean Girls, and I can't remember what it was, but I thought of it this morning, and I was like, wait, that wasn't in the movie. Oh. But now I can't remember what it was, and it's really gonna bother me. Hmm. So if okay. I remember it, it might be randomly. <laughs> I'll but I'll tell you. But okay. Unfortunately, yeah, I'll be ready me. for it. <laughs> Unfortunately, but I'm super excited about the Twilight palette. ColourPop, if you're listening, please at least send me one of the eyeliners. Like, please, <laughs> I'll pay for it. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm just. I'll get it on the next drop. They better mm-hmm. redrop it. Mm-hmm. I swear. No, they are. They are. <sighs> and okay. Also, one more thing before we get into the stories. As we are recording this, we are going to, we're going into the sixth episode of Percy Jackson this week is coming out. Yes. And it's supposed to be the musical episode. And I am so excited because I think it's the lotus flower scene. And I, this is our before. So next week we're going to come back and we'll, <laughs> we'll have watched it. So just know my excitement is at level 110 right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they better mm-hmm. live up to it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, better. I'm. I still haven't watched the <laughs> movie, so. <laughs> well, it's okay. You should just just know you have to be hyped for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm hyped for it. Okay, so with all of that said, um, I'm gonna get into mine. Okay, just let's jump do it. in. So this week, um, I don't have another story that has to do with Percy Jackson. I'm Whoa. sorry. No, I'm just we're, kidding. It's we're okay. stepping away. <laughs> we're stepping away from Greek mythology. Um, but I do have, I have a cryptid to talk about. Oh, we have not had a cryptid in a while. Yeah. Have you heard of the cryptid, um, named Champ? Um, no. <laughs> He's a lake monster. Nope. Never heard of him. Okay. Um, okay. I have another question. Have you heard of Lake Champlain? Yes. Is that in Illinois? It's not. Okay. Well, then that's confusing. <laughs> Lake Champlain is in, like, New York and Vermont. Interesting. Then maybe not. Yeah. I think there is... Maybe I'm thinking of a different town called Champaign. Okay. I don't know. Who knows where my brain is Yeah, no, it's, it's like, close to Champaign, but it has an L in there, so it's Champlain. (laughs) Interesting. No, I don't think I've ever heard of any of the things. Okay. Um, actually, I, I mentioned it to Garrett when I was doing the research, and I was like, you've never heard of Lake Champlain? What do you mean? Like, it's like a famous lake. And th- See, that's what he was trying to say. Like, I don't, he's like, I don't think it is. It's probably because I just, I grew up in the Northeast. I mean, okay, but you didn't grow up close to Vermont. I know, but like, I don't know. It's a really big lake, and I just feel like I just have heard of it before. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I believe you. I don't know yeah. anything, really. But I tried to I tried to gaslight him into thinking that it's, like, a, um, it's like like a really famous, famous one. Okay. Yeah. Well, after we record, I'll tell him. I'll be like, Garrett, how have you never heard of Lake Champlain? <laughs> exactly. Obviously. <yeah. laughs> See, that's what I was hoping that you would say, something like that, but you didn't know it either. So whatever. I didn't, but Garrett doesn't have to know that. He doesn't listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Lake Champlain. Um, this is, uh, so the area that it's in is called the Adirondacks. Now, I have heard of that. Okay, good. So <laughs> the Adirondacks, and it's the Adirondacks, like, largest lake. Okay, um, wait, hold on. Actually, 
I think I'm thinking of the chair. The Adirondack chair? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am. I am. There's a lot of connections to be made, okay? Okay, okay. (laughs) We get it. We get it. Um, Okay, so anyways, it is literally the lake. Like, I, I went on the map and zoomed in and... In the middle of this lake is the the borderline for New York and Vermont. So oh, it, it like really That's interesting. Yeah. So it's just like half and half. Both of their lake. Um they share it. And then um at the top is Canada. So oh. it, it actually goes into Canada, into Quebec, about six miles. That's giving, if you're boating on that lake, you could get in some serious trouble quickly. <laughs> Multiple state lines, yeah, country ca- lines. Country lines, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, and it's, it's actually, it's a big lake. It's 125 miles long. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, th- it's used for boating, fishing, water sports, you know, all the, all the fun stuff. You know, people just go there for vacations and stuff and you know and of course they have a lake monster named champ oh i see his name now that makes sense yeah so it's really just like champlain cut in half so champ yeah (laughs) um and i've also seen uh champ and champy with a y champy i like that better yeah so you know either one but um so this creature, uh, this lake monster, has traced back all the way, you know, to the lake's first existence, probably, <laughs> because the indigenous people of the land, they um, are also, have also seen this lake monster for, you know, generations. Wow. Well, good so for the indi- Yeah, exactly. So the indigenous people of the area are the Abenaki and the Iroquois um, people, and they have legends about a large creature in the lake. Um, And they describe it as, like, a large horned serpent or, like, a giant snake. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm no longer a friend of Champy. (laughs) You don't like it? No. Um, And the the Abenaki term for the creature in the lake is... um, Gitasog, Gitaskog, um, yeah, that's what we're gonna go with. Um, so that's what they have called it. And in the 18th century, when French, like quote unquote, explorers or you know <laughs> land thieves, yeah. Um, anyways, when they came over to the area, the Native Americans, um, they warned them to not disturb the water because of the serpent. In the water. Mm-hmm. So it really, like, is in history from, you know. From the beginning. Yeah, that's crazy. From the beginning. Mm-hmm. So um, the first European to see Champ was Samuel D. Champlain. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, like, Samuel D. Champlain, he was the f- person who, like, this lake was named after. And coincidentally, he also was the first one to see the monster. So, <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, actually, though, accounts show that he actually saw this monster near um, 
like a different body of water. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, I know. But you know, the legend says that it was Lake Champlain. So like, I guess we can just go with that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I don't know. It, some sometimes these legends sort of like take they're like grasping at different straws and they come together absolutely and absolutely. it's just like yeah it's just like a whole mess of stuff and you're like let's just try to put this together and mm -hmm. make a good story yeah i trust me i get so, that i mean regardless like that other body of water was pretty close by so maybe Maybe he does live in um, Lake Champlain, but was just, like, over there for the day, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to get out of your house occasionally. Exactly, exactly. So, um, I have a quote here, his his description of what he saw. So, he says that there is, a, um, there is also a great abundance of many species of fish. Um, amongst others, there's one um, called by the natives... Uh, Kusaru, um, which is of various lengths, but the largest of them, and these tribes have told me, are from 8 to 10 feet long, which that's pretty big. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Um, he, and then he says, I have seen some 5 feet long, which were as big as my thigh. <laughs> that's crazy. Ew. And with a head as large as two, as, uh, two fists, with a snout and two feet and half and a half long and double, uh, double row of very sharp, dangerous teeth. That's horrible. <laughs> you imagining this? This is like yes, horrible. That's so scary. Um, yeah, and then he says, um, its body has a good deal, um, the shape of the pike, <laughs> but it is protected by scales of a silvery gray color, and so strong that a dagger could not pierce them. Oh my god, no, I really don't like that. Yeah, so that's that's his description of this thing he saw. Um, and historians believe that he is describing a garfish. Okay. But like a really, really big one. <laughs> Got it. Got because it. they're not usually that big. Yeah. Because he said, what did he say? He said five feet and as thick as his thigh. He said, um, yeah, like natives have told him that they're eight to ten feet long. Mm -mm. I mean, maybe they just used to be bigger back then, you know? I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, it really is scary. Yeah. I want so, no part of that. Right? Um, but the, the garfish that historians believe that he was talking about, they are actually still in Lake Champlain today. So, like, he really could have been talking about a really, really big fish. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, another account, um, another, like, famous account of the, um, champ, um, this monster, um, is from the Plattsburgh Republican newspaper. So, <clears throat> um, on Saturday, July 24th of 1819, <laughs> a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy named Captain Crumb, he reported a black monster about, you're going to scream at this, 187 feet long. Okay, no. Mm -mm. That's like half the lake. Like, like how are you going to just say, how? oh yeah, it was about 187 feet long. First of all, why would he not just say 200? <laughs> right, 
187 is so specific. He he just knew. Um, that's like almost two football fields. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or actually, I don't even know if that's math. Maybe it's more. Isn't it? No. It's 100, 100 yards. yards. <laughs> yeah, actually, can't do math, so not doing it. Yeah, listen, we're... Sorry. Just, yeah. <laughs> we both, we're both checked out for that. Anyways, um, 187 feet long and with a head that looked like a seahorse. And he said that it reared 15 feet out of the water. Okay, I did the math. Um, okay. He's claiming at 187 feet, um, five and a half football fields long. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So, that's extra, sir. But if that's real... How many real, feet long is a football field? Wait. <laughs> well, because I did 100 divided by three, because there's three yards. I mean, three feet in a yard. You know? Mm. Not to talk you through the math equation, but that's really big. Wait, is that right? Well, I never said I was a mathematician. But I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're we're gonna go with it. Um, but yeah, he said that it also jumped fifteen feet out of the water. That's and crazy. And he said that it had three teeth, um, eyes the color of a peeled onion. <laughs> just what descriptive. Kind of onion. Um I mean I'm guessing it that just means it's like yellowish. I don't know. Okay, but what if it was a red onion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um it also had a white star on its forehead, and it had, like, a belt of red around its neck, so, like, a little choker moment. <laughs> oh, okay. Go yeah, off, queen. so, hmm So, that's Champ, according to Captain Crumb. Uh, this is a lot of detail, <laughs> you it know? It really is. Like, he really got a good long look. Right, allegedly. and also, like... Allegedly, he was standing about 200 yards away when he saw this. Okay. So, so like, was this really... I mean, I know it's really big, but, like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I don't believe him just simply based off the saying 187 feet. (laughs) Right, I know. Um, Yeah, just, honestly, the whole thing is, like, a lot to take in. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I don't know. Could be, could be. Uh, So also in 1873, a New York Times story reported that a railroad crew saw the head of an enormous serpent in the lake. Mm. This is another account. Um, And they said that it had very bright silvery scales. So just like, just like like Champlain said. Um, Mm -hmm. And they glistened in the sun. Hmm. So, that's another account. Um, And then in July of that same year, the county sheriff, uh, Nathan H. Mooney, he reported that an enormous snake or a water serpent was in the lake. Um, And he said that it was 25 to 30 feet long. Which, like, that's big, but, like, more reasonable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's more... There's actually snakes that are that big, so... Right. You know. Not that I really want to believe that myself, but I know that, that they exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, 
Okay, and also in August um, of that same year, so two accounts already, and then this same year, uh, this steamship WB Eddy, it ran into something, and they said that they they ran into Champ. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said that they hit him, and then the ship turned, like, almost turned over. How do they know it was him? That's, I don't know, that's what they said. They're like, oh my god, we hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well... I believe it. I believe it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next, after after all that happened, you know, this is sort of getting um, getting picked up by the news. Like everybody's starting starting to hear about it, and in comes P.T. Barnum, the circus circus guy, you yeah. know, yeah, and he well, says he's like, I'm offering a reward of fifty thousand dollars for the hide of the great champlain serpent okay pt barnum Mm -hmm. that's crazy can i also just say that i'm going to pt barnum's circus in a couple weeks oh barnum and barnum and bailey yeah awesome with no animals no live animals so oh that's cool shout out because that's like that's like the one part about it that's like bad yeah so they actually fun fun side (laughs) side sidetracked um fact is that they stopped being a circus, actually, a couple, like, before COVID. Oh, okay. Because of, like, the animal issues and stuff. And now yeah. they're coming back for the first year without animals. So, I'm excited. That's cool. Oh, this is the first year without them? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. So, hmm. I'm excited. But I didn't yeah, expect him to show up in this story. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I um I remember going to see the circus when I was, like, in kindergarten. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went, like, every year. It was such a fun... Such a fun thing. It really is. Um, but yeah, that's so good without the animals. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, this is problematic because they're like, I want the skin. <laughs> he wants of the this skin. Animal. He doesn't even want the animal. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants it because he's he wanted to show it off at the World's Fair show. Oh, the World's Fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I love hearing about like the World's Fair. I want to go to the World's Fair. You know, like nowadays we don't really need it anymore because everything's yeah. online on the internet. Lame. You know what's going on. Yeah. So, I think we should throw it back but, and have one. Have right? a like fair. it seems so cool. Like it brings the world together. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I would go. Yeah. <laughs> you think you would have to like be invited? I don't know. I don't know how um, it works. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We could get it back. I could get us in. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, he wanted to, uh, he wanted it for the World's Fair, but nobody ever, nobody ever took him up on this offer because they couldn't get him. So, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then after that happened so that was in 1873 is when he um offered that prize so that's a lot of money for 1873 as well fifty thousand dollars that's a lot of money today (laughs) exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) like yeah that's crazy so jumping ahead to 1945 Mm -hmm. um passengers of the ss ticonderoga which the pencil side note that's what i'm saying I immediately looked up this ship, right? And it's apparently it's a city near near the lake in New York. What? Yeah, it's like a little town. Is that where the pencils um, are made? Uh, no. <laughs> That's so I looked it up. This is 
Um, so I was just talking to Garrett about this before we got on to this to start recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started talking about the SS Ticonderoga because I was like, what? Why? Why is there a ship named this? So I went into this whole deep dive on it. And so we're just going to go on a tangent and talk about it for a second. Okay, good. So <laughs> the Ticonderoga pencils are named after the area in New York because there's a fort, a fort, Fort Ticonderoga. Oh, interesting. And it was a fort during the Revolutionary War. Um, and it was like a really important, like there was an important battle there that was won by Americans. So, so yeah, that's where that comes from. And I guess, and honestly, I do remember the pencil, like, it was supposed to be like, oh, it's as strong as, like, yeah. Ticonderoga. Yeah, so that's like, you why. can't break it, yeah. Because they were strong in the battle, so oh, it's strong. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So, it's linked to that, I guess. But I couldn't, I was trying to find out where the pencils were, like, originally made, right? Um, yeah. And I found, like, New Jersey and stuff. And, like, maybe even Florida. But I couldn't find, like, it nowhere said that they were made in Ticonderoga. So. <laughs> that, see, that's fake. Ticonderoga. So I'm pretty sure they're not made there. But somebody, like, took that fact of, like, <laughs> it being part of the Revolutionary War and, like, just ran just, with it. You ran so. with it, ran. Listen, I'm really glad that you did that deep dive because that would have really bothered me. Had no, I, I not know. known the answer it was, to that It was question. bothering me. I saw the this name of this boat and I was like, what? Like, that's so... <laughs> This taking me back to school. <laughs> real um, for real, though. People who have never used those pencils, first of all, you're missing out. Second of all, you really do not know anything what we're talking about right now. Yeah. They're just, like, really... I mean, literally, it's, like, the basicest, most basic pencil. Right? But it's it's Ticonderoga. Yeah. So they're, they're better. Pencils. They're it's the like best. the Stanley Cup of pencils, allegedly. Exactly. Not in my personal belief, but, like, <laughs> the great world, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um... So, anyways, they have like, yeah, they're on the map, and they uh, they have this boat, the SS Ticonderoga, mm-hmm. that um, was um, it was in uh, Lake Champlain, and so and it hit the snake. No, so that's not the one. So this okay. is. A different one okay. hit, said that they hit the snake. That was the um, WB Eddy. Okay, okay. Got you. Um, but the SS Ticonderoga, they, there were passengers on it because it was, I believe, it was kind of like a ferry boat. Mm-hmm. And it had passengers on it and they claimed to see the creature oh. in the lake. So. Scary. So that's the story there. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. After our little tangent. Um. Yeah. So fast forwarding again to 1992, there were a lot of sightings. Um, over 600 people claimed to have see to see Champ all over the lake at different um, areas of the lake. And then in 2003, the Discovery Channel did a special on Champ, um, and it was called America's Loch Ness Monster. Classic, you know. Of course. And, you know, I was going to say, it's giving the Loch Ness Monster low-key. Yes. And, actually, um, there was a... There is a famous picture um, that I'll 
I can send it to you. Should I send it now? I yes. was going to send it in a little bit, but let me send it now. You should. And then you um, should also check out our Instagram, because you can see the pictures on Instagram. Yes. It, um, but this is a famous picture that somebody took of him, um, supposedly, quote-unquote, um, um, of Champ. So, listen. you can see, see what you think. Okay, for one, it's blurry. For two, it's black and white. <laughs> and the yes. only thing in that picture <laughs> that's clear is, well, it's not, he's not even clear, but he's, like, more clear than everything else, is Champ, the alleged Champ. Um, but yes, Loki, yeah. it looks like the dinosaur from the land before time photoshopped into the yeah. Lego picture. Yeah. So people who try to debunk this, um, say that it's like a branch. It a could branch definitely be a branch yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, it could also be champ though. I mean, it could, it could be champ. It just like bends yeah. at such a really weird, like a very strange straight angle that I'm just like right yeah. what would a snake be able to bend like that I don't know hmm I don't know tell mm-hmm. us what you think about this picture mm-hmm. um yeah so that that's like one of the most famous pictures well what do you think about the picture yeah, so I well I mean I know <laughs> it's not the fun answer but I think it's just like a branch in the water same yeah Unfortunately. Same. I just think it's like way too, way too straight of a turn, like a curve. Yeah. For that to be an animal. Yeah. And like the dimensions. I don't know. It just looks like. Well, you have to imagine most of him might be underwater still. If this is him. Exactly. But I don't know. I don't know about that one. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Where was I here? So, um... Yeah, the Discovery Channel, they had, like, a special um, in 2003, and there were also three new sightings that June. Um, And uh, so, taking it back a little bit to the 80s, um, I guess I have some of this a little bit out of order, but even though some people, like, a lot of people don't believe Champ is real, he is protected by law, just in case. What? Do you mean? Yeah. So in in the eighties, so there there's like a few different things that were passed. So in nineteen eighty one, uh Port Port Henry, New York, they declared that their waters are a safe haven for champ. Oh, okay. In nineteen eighty two, uh the state of Vermont they passed a house resolution protecting champ (laughs) wow and then in 83 new york um the state assembly and the state senate they passed resolutions protecting champ so they really just like wow they're going all out they're like we need to protect yeah we're protecting this sea monster or no this lake monster um i mean because like just in case you know like if anybody ever sees it one day they're like you know, we need to protect him, so... Yeah, like P.T. Barnum wanted the skin. They're like, can't do that. Sorry. Exactly. He's protected. So, so yeah. If you're trying to go out there and hunt hunt him or something, you can't do that. Illegal. Yeah, you'd better not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, today, um, he's celebrated. You know, it, it started with those laws, probably, and he's still 
people people love champ in this area i love that for champ um in vermont there's a baseball team known as the lake monsters and they have (laughs) champ as their mascot okay that is a cool team name yeah (laughs) honestly we love that we love it uh there's also a champ statue by the water in port henry new york oh fun Mm-hmm. And uh, there's images um, of Champ like all over the area. So there's like merch that people sell, um, oh, like so sweatshirts, fun. t-shirts, all the stuff. Local businesses will have his picture like everywhere. <laughs> Just all this sort of stuff, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, we love Champ. <laughs> Listen, I personally don't love Champ because I don't love snakes. They scare me so bad. True. Water snakes, even know. worse. A lake snake? I mean, <laughs> that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. But from far away, I can love Champ. Yeah. Like, very We love far. him as an idea. Yeah. I don't ever want to see him. I hope he's not real. Because <laughs> if I have to believe that he's real, I'm already not going to swim in the lake, but I would really never swim in the lake, ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Life or death situation mm-hmm. wouldn't swim in the lake if <laughs> if I knew Champ was out there. Honestly, yeah, I I totally agree. (laughs) You know what you didn't mention? I just wonder, like, are there a bunch of deaths in Lake Champlain? Mm. Like, Um, is he he hungry for human flesh or an herb for? I did not see anything about that. Hmm. So. Curious. Well, he must just eat some plants then. Yeah. Or photosynthesize. I mean, if he's been around since the Native Americans, then, you know. He's obviously more advanced than us. I know. Yeah. So. Hmm. Either that or like right now, like whatever uh, monsters in the lake now is just his ancestor. True. That's like his great, 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 great grandson. Yeah. (laughs) Champ the sixth or something. Yep. (laughs) Love that for Champ. What a cutie. What a cutie except for not a cutie at all. Especially not if he's 187 feet long. Like, whatever it's I mean, like, the mascots that they use and everything, like, the pictures, they are cute. So, I'm going with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if I'm looking at, like, a cartoon version of him. Cuter. But you know how I feel about snakes. So scary. Well. True. Um. Yeah. Shout out to Champ if he's out there. You know? Let us know if you believe in him. Honestly, personally, don't know if I do. But I have a little bit of hope for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at pictures right now. Just to <laughs> of, just, of just Champ. Yeah. We've got some Champ fans. Oh, I wanted to show you. I wanted to send you the mascot. <laughs> yeah, send me something cuter. <laughs> so I can be like, he's cute. Because I think like <laughs> I'm just, like, slamming on his name, saying that I don't like him. I don't hate him. Snakes just really scare me. I don't like the way they move their bodies. <laughs> Slithering around. Oh, well. See, the, the mascot version of him, though, is like kind of like a dinosaur. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't even look like a snake. <laughs> he looks like a dinosaur. But then again, how could a mascot be a snake? You know, he has to have legs. Yeah. I mean, the mascot's cute. Yeah. He's wearing a little blue mask. He kind of looks mm-hmm. like a Ninja Turtle. Like an off-brand Walmart version. But I love him. <laughs> Yeah. Love champ. Well, I guess drastically switching gears here um, to my story. 
this one's dark. Okay. I know. I feel like I say that every time, but this one, it's real dark. So if you don't want to hear something real dark, maybe just, you know, go ahead skip out. You know, and I was, I was just saying before we started recording that like my stories are always so lighthearted and then yours like <laughs> dive deep into something else a lot of the time. I know. I, I, I fought on rabbit holes. I was just on Savannah like right before we started recording. Like I don't intend to have these like super long historic like stories, but I find something, <clears throat> I find something, get really interested and fall down a hole where I can't stop researching it. And then we end up here. And I guess that's why we have a podcast doing this. But it's good because we balance each other out, you know? Yeah, exactly. A little bit of dark, a little bit of light. I mean, you got you got to have it all. That's just the world, baby. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. this week I am covering the legend of Penhurst State School and Hospital. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't always known by that name. Okay, it was originally called the Eastern Pennsylvania State Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. So interesting. um, Yeah, and today it's known as Penhurst Asylum. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Heard of that one. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, it's located in Spring City, Pennsylvania. Shout out Pennsylvania okay. for you, Savannah. Spring City. It's located like in the very bottom right of Pennsylvania. So, mm. yeah, you probably never heard of it. <laughs> um, but very small town. So this place, it once set just abandoned as this whole hospital place. But now, today, it's reopened as Penhurst Asylum, where you can do tours, and you can either do, like, a regular tour or a paranormal tour, and it's also home to one of the scariest haunted attractions in the U.S. now, like, purposefully haunted, if you know what I'm trying to say, like, a Halloween vibe. Right, So, yeah. So, even though a lot of people know it as Penhurst Asylum, that's actually the name of the haunted house attraction, not the actual place, if you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually called Pinhurst State School and Hospital. Mm-hmm. But people know it as asylum just because it sounds scarier. It is scarier. It's literally the scarier part of it. So, yeah. You know, I just <laughs> looked up that area, though. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not too far from where I grew up. And you've never heard of it? Spring City? No, I have. I have. Spring City? Well, maybe not Spring City. Oh, no. That's what I meant. But Penhurst Asylum. It's like, um, I mean, it's a small area, but it's like 45 minutes from where I grew up. (laughs) Wow, that's not even that far. That's crazy. Yeah, I actually um, got inspired to do this story because I'm making my my mom watch Stranger Things. And they are set in Indiana. And they were like, we're going to send you to Penhurst. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, okay, yeah. So I no, like, I, I don't even remember them t- t- saying that. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Lucas and Dustin fighting, arguing like they always do. And Lucas was okay. like, I'm going to take, I'm going to send, get your mom to send you to Penhurst. And I was like, oh, what is that? So then I found this story. So <laughs> there's lots of history to go over. So yeah, I've definitely heard of Penhurst, but I really am excited for you to get into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't really know much about it's, it. Um, It's really bad. Okay. 
I'm actually oh really saying okay. this. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm leaving a lot of stuff out. It's that bad. So, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. This is your last chance to escape before it gets bad. So, not you, Savannah. You're held captive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway. So, Penhurst opened its doors on November 23rd, 1908. And so, they opened after the Pennsylvanian government authorized this, like, they were basically like, we have to create this institution to take the pressure off of the other hospitals and, like, care centers in the area who were housing all these patients because they were like, there's just too many. So, there needs to just be one place where everybody goes. And so... Yeah, they were like, we're going to make it. And they were like, we're going to call it a place for the feeble-minded and the epileptic. Because they just didn't know how to treat those people back in the day. Yeah, and like a lot of the old terms and stuff just sound so bad nowadays. It's very, yeah. it's Like that sounds so bad. It's so, so bad. Feeble-minded. Like that's so mean. First of all, you don't know. Yeah, like imagine saying that today. Oh, nobody. No. Nobody would say that. Canceled immediately. If you said that in any kind of seriousness. Um, so when it opened this place, it was supposed to be somewhat of like a sanctuary, actually, for those with like intellectual disabilities and people with epilepsy. And it's crazy that they're <laughs> categorizing people with intellectual disabilities and people with ep- epilepsy together, <laughs> in my opinion, because that's how little they knew about like epilepsy as a disease at all yeah they were like oh you have epilepsy like you're crazy and i mean that's crazy that they would say most of the things (laughs) but like epilepsy is i just feel like that's wild that it was categorized in with that you know i mean a lot of the time like they there are some things that it epilepsy does like coincide with sometimes but yeah like sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with you having some other problem exactly so exactly it's just it it blew my mind kind of but anyway so this place it was supposed to be their school work and living quarters all in one and it was supposed to make everything better as i'm sure you can imagine (laughs) it's not how it played out in the end Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. unfortunately now what's interesting about this place is that penhurst as a whole is actually a collection of over 20 buildings. It's not just like okay. one building. It's so many different ones. There's an upper campus and a lower campus. And I would name all the buildings, but what's the point? I'll get to the most important ones later. Okay. Um, but just know there's a ton. Tons of places for you to be. So, so like a whole campus. Yeah, it's pretty much like a college. Yeah. 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 Like, it, when you see the pictures of it, like, from the sky or whatever. But, anyway, like I said, November 23rd, 1908, Penhurst accepted its first patient into the hospital. And within just four years of it opening, it was heavily overcrowded due to the pressure that they've had to take in not only the quote-unquote feeble-minded and the epileptic, but also immigrants, orphans, and criminals. What? Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, let's send everybody here. They're just grouping everybody together. Yeah. What Anybody who's not How quote unquote normal, let's send them to Pinhurst. Immigrants are part of that? Yeah. 
Yeah, they are. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then you're going to send immigrants, orphans, people with mental disabilities and epilepsy in with the criminals? Like, what? Like, not criminally insane. Like, not like people who like, have a problem. Just any criminal? Like, both. Like, criminally insane and just regular criminals. <laughs> so. Yeah. Because, like, I could see where they would get, like, okay, these people have, like, totally. mental, like, totally. need some help mentally. Yeah, for but, sure. But, but no, if they're just, like, the oh, it's just literally anybody is yeah. getting shoved into here. Yeah, because, like, pretty much, like, you live here. You're not leaving. So they're, like, yeah, it's pretty much jail. Just send the criminals there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the immigrants, it's probably because they just don't speak English. And yeah. they're, like, you know what? You're just going to get sent here. Yeah. We don't want to deal with you. can't talk to us? Yep, you're going here, too. Lock them up. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yikes. It's so bad. So it went from this place that was supposed to be this, like, safe sanctuary to now pretty much it's immediate horrible conditions going on here so when you were admitted into pinhurst residents were classified into three different categories okay so there was mental physical and dental so you had to go through this little (laughs) test so for the mental category you were marked either imbecile or insane oh my god you couldn't be normal Mm -mm. (laughs) oh no not at pinhurst no no, no, no. For the either f- you're either an imbecile or insane. Yeah. Which one are you? I think I'm both. <laughs> I really, truly. That is so horrible. I just it's horrible. I can't listen. I can't help but like joke about it. But no, it's just, like, I know that's so I know. horrible. You have to laugh because it's actually that bad. Yeah, it really is truly that horrible. <laughs> like God, the way that they thought that that and they were like, yeah, we're these are medical terminologies. Like, no, it's not. You're bullying. <laughs> these right. People. Yeah. Anyway, so for the physical category, you were marked either epileptic or healthy. Okay, okay. And for the dental category, you were marked good, poor, or treated teeth. I don't know why they cared so much about teeth. Okay. Truly, I don't know. So, but I find that to be pretty interesting. And also, like I said, it was not only a hospital, but also a school and the jobs for these people. So the jobs that you could have here were mattress maker, shoemaker, and repair, obviously. Um, grading, farming, laundry, sewing, baking, butchering, or working in the store. Okay. So, we're so, pretty okay. much running the whole place, even though they're allegedly imbeciles or right. unhealthy or all these other horrible terms that they want to call these people. Yet, so, they're running this little town basically that yeah, they've created that's what it seems like so were they selling the mattresses and shoes or were they just for the people who lived there i think it was for the people who lived there but okay. still you know just wow. very very confusing in my opinion so now we're going to talk about the treatment of these patients and like i said this place was supposed to be safe sanctuary did not happen um, Pinhurst's chief physician, Henry Goddard, was quoted. Okay, this is his quote, not my words. Every feeble-minded person is a potential criminal. It's a good thing to separate the idiot from the imbecile. However, there has not of yet been the proper treatment to determine which is the brighter and which is the more dangerous individual. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, let me break that down for you, just in case... You maybe missed it. This guy, a.k.a. 
one of the head doctors of this hospital is a piece of garbage trash who's saying that people with mental disabilities should be treated the same as those of murderers and that they could all potentially be criminals. Like, you know, they could all kill people just because they have problems that they can't help. Yeah. <sighs> See, so, the stigma towards, like, mental health and everything has really come so far because truly, that's where we were. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and to fast forward, this went on to 1987, so. Of course. That's not that long ago. That's only 40 years ago, if you round. So in in 40 years, I am proud to at least say we've came a long way from this, but. I mean, were they still doing the same things in the 80s? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And calling people imbeciles? Yeah, we'll get there, but yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, also, as you can probably guess, the women and the men were treated differently at this place. Um, they kept the women completely separate from the men to ensure that no patients got pregnant at all. Because this, in their eyes, would be complete abomination <sighs> for there to be a child born of this, you know. Wow. Um, no, yeah. that's... Uh... It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, so there were nearly 3,000 patients at, like, the highest time. Pretty much all the time. The whole time it was open. And when I first looked it up, it said most of the patients were children. And I was very confused by this. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like, this is not a children's hospital. What are you talking about? Well, didn't you say there was orphans? Well, there were orphans. There were orphans. but And there were children. But that is when I found the extremely, extremely messed up fact that regardless of the patient's age, all residents at Penhurst were referred to as children because that's Um, how far their brain's capacity were in their eyes. So, yeah. That's not even true for probably... Most of them. A a lot of them, yeah. The average age of the patients at Penhurst was 36 years old. Yeah, I got chills saying that. That's horrible. So they were being treated like and called children while also being tortured worse than most adults today, which we'll get there. So um, there were a total of nine doctors and 11 teachers that worked here for 3,000 patients. Nine doctors and 11 teachers. Wait. Oh, my God. Total? The mm-hmm. whole place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There were constant fights between patients, and there was so little authority that it always got brushed under the rug. Um, one patient who has survived Penhurst and escaped or got out when it closed um, claimed that another patient actually injected him with something that ended up causing him an infection that made him lose his leg. So in revenge, he injected his bully and overdosed him, but was never caught. Oh my god, I wish we had video of like of us right now because my face. Oh. When you were saying that. Oh. Oh my god, I'm in shock. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. And I really really need y'all to know that what I'm the stories that I'm telling you are like the the just like the tip of the iceberg. There were some absolutely horrendous stories that I found on this place. So yeah um 
just know the things that's going on here, it's very bad. But it wasn't only patients fighting other patients going on here. The malpractice of the doctors that was going on at this place was anything but, like beyond your worst fears. Um, we don't have too much information on this because, you know, some people didn't survive or they were like treated so bad or treated like shocked, anything waterboarded, you know, to where their brains, if it, if they had any brain capacity, they didn't when they left this place because they were tortured, if you know what I'm saying. Oh my God. That's so scary. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the early 1960s, so yes, 60 years um, after it opened, let, mind you, okay, 60 okay. years this has been going on. But in the early 60s, a brand new TV reporter, Bill Baldini, ran a five-episode expose of Pennhurst State School and Hospital on Philadelphia's TV 10, which today is NBC. Okay. Um, and it's a docu-series called Suffer the Little Children. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Where this, he went in to Pennhurst and got video, recorded what was going on, and then released it to the world. And it painted this huge picture of neglect and abuse, so much so that most people couldn't actually stomach to watch the entire thing. Um, Did you watch it? I've seen clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh my gosh, I feel like I need to find it. Yeah, well, it's all, it's in black and white, kind of blurry. I mean, it's kind of old, so yeah. it's kind of hard to see. Also, a little bit, but it's really bad. Okay, it's really bad. I don't, I, I don't even want to watch it all, just because it's it's really that bad. Um, so for some examples of what was seen, there were full grown hands and feet bound by straps in, of people in adult sized cribs, quite literally treating these people like babies, even though they were nearly 40 years old, most of them. Like babies, but also handcuffing them. Yeah. And prisoners. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Um, some images show patients just rocking and twitching because they literally couldn't help it um most some of them were laying on the ground but all of them were still tied to something they weren't just like walking around free there were patients who were like would start down a really long hallway and just run their head into a concrete wall <gasps> over and over <sighs> um yeah and so how, okay how did this guy get in there <gasps> I to think film this. I do. That's what I don't know. <laughs> I is think, it because they didn't have any staff to I, no they to thought, kick him out? No, he they no they let him do this. They let him. I'll huh. get to it in a minute. But they, he interviews doctors because they didn't think that what they were doing was wrong. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. It's just crazy how they just did not have any respect for these people at all Mm -mm. like zero like more than zero negative and they're doctors yeah yeah there was a doctor actually in the video whose name literally is dr fear (laughs) um and he worked there oh my god and he was shown in the docuseries literally admitting to threatening and punishing patients so Mm. he didn't care um one of his punishments 
he said, was injecting patients with the most painful injection and the biggest needle, um, but that wouldn't kill them. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, what yeah. Why? Why? Oh, just simply because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's interesting is that this docuseries came out just at the time, right in the heart of the human rights movement that took over the country mm-hmm. at the time, when okay. people were fighting for health care rights for the mentally and physically handicapped. And unfortunately, this institution was used as the most striking and hard-hitting example of the, pal- the maltreatment at the time, so much so that Pennhurst is known as the great shame of Pennsylvania <laughs> today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> as it should be. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Jesus, it's horrible. Um, this expose quickly, you know, drew attention. And even though it came out in the early eight, 1960s, it <laughs> stayed open until 1987 when it was forced to close its doors for good. Um, That's of, so crazy to me. Which is like 20 that, more years. Right. And that like my parents were alive and like in the area. Yeah. I need you to ask them about around. it. You should ask them about it. See if they yeah, know. like, if they heard anything about it. Yeah, so I think it did start getting better after the 1960s. Like, obviously, like, now that there was attention and eyes on it, like, they had to stop being so mean and stuff. So, like, it might have been better when your parents were actually alive and around in the time. But I don't know. You'll have yeah. to ask them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, were <clears throat> people talking about it, like, um, making comments like the one that you heard in Stranger Things? You know? Yeah, exactly. Probably. Like, Pro- I'm sure. Stuff like that. I'm sure they were. I'm absolutely sure they were. Because, mm. like, even my family make jokes, like, about sending them to Weston, which is a, used to be a asylum close to where my family lives. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure they did. Um, so, like I said, yeah, it closed in 1987. But this actually caused a lot more issues because suddenly we have 3,000 people that need to go somewhere, whether it be in other facilities or maybe they were just let go into the world to, <laughs> That's just, so to live. Because it's like, okay, on one hand, it's like, yes, they're free now. But also, on the other hand, it's like they've never probably, they've, never been they've free. most likely never been like by themselves. No. And they can't yeah, like support themselves. Like, yeah, and yeah. like most people in there probably have at least one reason that they actually needed to be in there for you know yeah so like needed needed somebody to watch yeah some kind of help yeah Yeah. so that created a whole nother problem and then today as i mentioned it's one of the most famous attractions in the world and by that i do mean it's purposefully you know like a haunted attraction yeah but it's like one of those where they kind of push you to your limits if you know like like, one of those really serious haunted houses where you have to, like, sign a bunch of waivers and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, you're getting treated like these people were treated. But if that's, like, I think it is like that. And there's a lot of controversy due to that because of everything bad that's already happened here. And you I know, mean, I, I agree. I definitely that. have heard of people going to Penhurst when, like, even when I was, like, in high school, like, people would go, like, around Halloween Mm-hmm. But I was always too scared to do it, and I didn't really know much about it. Because, like, I'm not, you know, I've never really been into, like, the haunted houses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, But I yeah, can yeah. see, honestly, if you went to my high school, you probably would have went. <laughs> I probably would have, yeah. 
but I, um, cause you're into that kind of stuff, but I, yeah, I didn't really ever pay attention to it, but. Yeah, but I'm not into the ones that are like going to cause me pain and stuff. Like I I don't want yeah. to be touched in anything. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not down for those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, do you have to be a certain age to do it? You know, I don't, I don't actually know. I didn't look it up. Because I feel like I do remember people going to it, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I also, know. I don't know when it turned into the attraction because it was definitely in the time. I think, I want to say 2017. So that would have been after high school. And oh, up until. Well, maybe not then. And before. Okay, so before it was the haunted house, it was just abandoned. So people okay. could have been going to it. True. Just to be like, ooh, let's go to this abandoned asylum, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, well, there was definitely, maybe I'm thinking of another haunted place, because there's a few different ones in yeah, the Philly that's, area, that's you know, true. but, Very um, true. huh, okay, well, then, yeah, backtrack on that, I, I was yeah. wrong, but, um, hmm, that, that would be cool to see, like, you know, those abandoned videos that, yeah. like, show, yeah, 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 like, on yeah. YouTube, they just, like, go through an abandoned place. Oh, I place. love that. Yeah. I, I would, would like love to, to do that, that, but like I don't want to risk getting arrested. Yeah, like not go my by myself. Like I would want to see a video. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to those YouTubers who do that for us so we don't yes. have to. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, but so now in as of like twenty seventeen, it's like a haunted attraction. Yeah. I think twenty seventeen I didn't write that down. That could be a wrong year, but Okay. I think I remember seeing that. But anyway, so I know that was a lot of history, but it had to be said because you had to know what all went on there. But as I'm sure you can imagine, thousands of people have died here and there are tons of reports of this place being actually haunted from real ghosts. So there have been audio recordings. And when I say have been audio recordings, I mean, these are constantly coming in because there are paranormal tours. You can rent it out and like investigate it and stuff. Um, the most typical things that are caught as voice phenomena are go away. I'm scared. And why are you here? Which kind of breaks my heart, honestly, because you know, those are patients like, you know, like they're not being mean. They're just like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Which is just so sad. Um, lots of apparitions have been seen all throughout the property, but Let's get into some of the most haunted buildings, okay? So, one of them, called the Quaker Building, has, it has the most shadow figure activity going on here. So, that's horrifying. They, all of the shadows that are seen in the Quaker Building are said to manifest and dissipate, like, extremely quickly. The, and there are two most common figures that are seen. There's one of a small little girl with long black hair, which is sad, but I also hate that because that's scary, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And then the other is a very hunched over person with extremely long arms, which also is really scary because to me, that probably means they have like a limb disease, like maybe Marfan syndrome or something like that. And which... It's so sad to think about, but, like, also, if I saw a shadow figure that looked like that, I would be so scared, <laughs> you know? Like, it's so hard to think, like, these are actual just, like, 
people probably yeah. who had diseases, but also that's so scary. Like it is. It's so scary. Um, yeah. So it's just sad to think that these poor like souls are just stuck here, like to be to be just traumatized forever. And now I have to see people come in and purposefully pay to get scared here when they had to suffer and be locked up here. You know, it's kind of really messed up, honestly. I know. It is. It is kind of messed up. Yeah. But also in the Quaker building, doors slam on their own. Um, there's rocking chairs in the building. And they're all said to, like, move on their own daily. Just rocking back and forth. Very creepy. People oh. get pushed down the stairs in this building. Um, oh, pushed down the stairs? Mm-hmm. yep they sure do people get deep gashes and cuts from absolutely nothing just standing there and all of a sudden you're bleeding that's horrifying and objects have been seen thrown across rooms in here so this is a paranormal hotspot for sure okay for sure i would not be messing around in the quaker building if i were you (laughs) not at all Um, So moving on to the Philadelphia building, Um, this one has constant reports of loud sounds and voices. Um, Okay, (laughs) there's a big thing that I forgot to mention earlier. Not only is all this going on (laughs) that I've mentioned thus far, but there's also an entire tunnel system underneath Penhurst that they would use to transport bodies and such things. See, that always is the case, isn't it? It sure oh is. <laughs> it sure is. I can't believe. Uh-huh. And so while it's connected to all of them, for some reason the connection of like the Philadelphia building and the tunnels underneath the Philadelphia building seemed to be a hot spot. So it must have been a place where that's the bad bad place, you know, Philadelphia building. Um there's a bunch of strange sounds there, and a lot of the workers who work there today refuse to go even into the Philadelphia building or in the tunnels near the Philadelphia building, and they don't give a reason why. So, um, that's horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, moving along, the Tinicum building. This is horrible, Savannah. I don't even know you if You say I'm... the Tinicum bu- building? Yeah. I don't know what that T- means. Wait, Tinicum? Yeah. That's a that's a town near where I grew up. So I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the whole I think every building is named on a town in Pennsylvania. Wow. Um, cuz you know the Philadelphia Tinicum. Yeah. I didn't know what Tinicum was, so I just, you know, was Tinicum, like, that was part of my like school district. That's crazy. Like, it was really close to yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, this can be your assigned building. You want to know what oh, happens God. there? Oh, God. No one happens there. (laughs) Um, Most people report feelings of getting their legs touched or rubbed by nothing. Oh, wow. Love that. Uh I feel like that's very specific, and I really don't like it. I've never heard of something like that. Like, they feel like hands are touching and rubbing their legs specifically. No, no, no. Horrifying. Horrifying. Hate it. There is also the Mayflower building. Um, And in the Mayflower building, apparently there's a boy ghost named Howie, and he is said to haunt the upstairs. And apparently he loves this toy plane that they keep up there for him. And whoever touches the plane, allegedly he will hurt you if you do. Oh, ew, Um, I hate that. I don't know what that means. 
like if it means like we're getting scratched, we're getting pushed, I don't know. But I just wouldn't mess with this plane if I were you, you know? Mm-mm. And why would you? You know, don't torture them. They're already tortured enough. Um, there's also in the Mayflower building a shadow man allegedly named Fisher who resides up, up on the second um, story of the building. And he is most often captured in photos by the guest. There have been tons of pictures of what looks to be like the shape of a man, but kind of see through. And also he's just kind of like a shadow. Hmm. And they assume his name is Fisher because like, that's just a name that's carved into one of the bedrooms upstairs. So they don't really know if that's Uh who it is, but (laughs) they're they're just like, that's what we're going with. Yeah. They're like, it was probably you, right? Yeah. Like that's you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. This is crazy. This is crazy. The last ghost in the Mayflower building, okay, is allegedly a ghost nurse who used to work there. Okay. She has been seen there in, like, old nurse fashion. But the most common occurrence with her is probably the worst of all, I would say. Um, It feels like you're getting stabbed with an injection. Like a Uh shot. Mm -mm. Uh Uh-uh. A ghost shot could not be me. Oh, no. I don't even want to get a regular shot. I want a different kind of ghost shot. Yeah, same. Same. (laughs) I would take a ghost shot with the ghost. I don't want to be given a ghost shot. Like, if we're taking shots, yes. (laughs) Exactly. But if if you're giving me a shot, it's different. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You know, no, not for me. And so most of the other buildings on the property, they all have similar reports, all of ghost sightings and things and people who they think it might be. But we would quite literally be here all night if I sat here and went through every single one of them. So I think it's safe for me to say this place is certified spookmagoot haunted. No doubt about it. The history. I mean, come on. Obviously, it's if it's one place that's going to be haunted, it's going to be Penhurst. No, totally. Um, I do have something I feel like I need to I need to interject. Okay. so I when you were when we were talking about when the attraction part of it opened, Uh I was like curious. So I was like, okay, let me look it up to see when it actually opened. And it opened in October of 2010. 2010 interesting okay so, so maybe your friends so did i could go. yeah i could be correct about that like some people might have went from my school but also i wanted to mention that because it says here that penhurst owners worked with randy bates of the bates motel what to to turn penhurst into a halloween attraction wait okay <laughs> do we mean the bates motel the tv show do we mean what do we mean? I don't know. It just says Randy Bates of the Bates Motel Halloween attraction. Um, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> also, you need to, okay, I need you to ask your parents and your friends if they've been to Penhurst. That's your homework yeah. for the week, Savannah, because yeah. I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> very, very much so. I wonder, something must have opened in 2017, though, because I very much so remember something opening in 2017. Yeah. We'll have maybe. to look into that. I will see. Yeah. What's okay. going on with that? But yeah, no, I saw the Bates Motel. I was like, oh my God, the That's same crazy people. So though, basically cause... the same people made both or like hmm. similar That's horrifying, ideas for the both. The Bates Motel, if it, if they're talking about the TV show, that's horrifying. They're they're talking about like the attraction. The attraction? The I didn't know there was an attraction of the Bates Motel. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, actually, let me see. Is that near where I grew up, too? Is that why I know it? (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I know of the base hotel is, well, the real story and the TV show, which was a big obsession of mine. See, yeah, okay, now that I'm looking into it more, yeah, I only know about this because it was really close to where I grew up, too, yeah. (laughs) You're telling me you had both of these things and you didn't go to any of them? No. (laughs) See, this might have been... Honestly, Bates Motel was closer, I believe. So people, like from my school and stuff, might have gone to Bates Motel Insta, I versus see what you're saying. that. But I mean, maybe maybe both were on the list. I don't know. But I I kind of wish I was more into those Halloween type things because then I could like put my perspective in there. But I just I have not been so. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So we forgive you. We forgive you. I guess. Even though it would have been a cold story to add, Savannah. <laughs> go back in Sorry. time and you just go to Penhurst. <laughs> yeah, go to Penhurst. <laughs> That's go to the Bates one thing Hotel. you would do. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, so almost done here, finishing up. Um, don't get me wrong, okay. Penhurst, it is still up and running as a business, as we already know. We've said this many times. But the whole, like, the building parts of it, like, the upkeep, it's very, it looks like it's still abandoned. Like, it's very much so still in disrepair, which is really weird to me. (laughs) Like, they have to be making money, and they're just not keeping up with, like, the buildings. Because it looks abandoned horribly still. So, that's crazy. And they have done some, like, small repairs and stuff, but nothing major. And apparently, with the small repairs and the haunted house attraction... The um, real ghosts are only have been more angry since then. And so people say that they don't actually know what in the haunted attraction is real versus just part of the attraction. So mm-hmm. that's also mm-hmm. pretty scary. Um, but yeah, the reason actually that, that this place closed down in 1987 was because of that whole like human rights movement. Um, it actually got sent to the Supreme Court, like specifically Pennhurst um, versus whoever, the Supreme Court, I guess. And so you know Mm -hmm. it's really bad if the Supreme Court itself has to shut you down as a business. Yeah, honestly, yeah. So, yeah, that is... And they actually did? They did. (laughs) Because, you know, their reputation nowadays is like... Well, I mean, it took took them 20 years to do it from the expose till the trial and stuff. But they did do it. In 20 years, you know, got to give them, I guess, a little sliver of credit there, even though they could have did it a little faster. But, you know, they don't get it in a hurry over at the Supreme Court for really anything. So, yeah, that is the legend of Pennhurst State School and Hospital slash Asylum. Wow. Yeah. That was awesome. Awesome, Awesome, but also horrible. horrible. Yeah, Yeah, horrible. Um, Made hmm. me real sad, but... You know, I just hope that the ghosts there, I hope they're just kind of like the ones that we talk about where who are just like stuck and not like their souls aren't actually stuck there. You know, I hope they're not tortured forever. I know. There. And maybe we should stop doing haunted attractions in places like this. Like we can make them anywhere. They don't have to be in somewhere scary. You know, right? Yeah, like you like, could make a haunted place that's like we can even like make that. a Penhurst Asylum haunted house just in a regular warehouse. We don't have to do it there. Yeah, it's very disrespectful. Yeah. I feel like, mm-hmm. and like I know we've covered stories 
like this before and they've had haunted attractions in them too but i don't know this one is just like for some reason it hits harder i'm like this is kind of actually bad like mm-hmm. we shouldn't really be doing this yeah i really think so yeah but definitely go check out our instagram because you're gonna want to see the pictures from this week gotta see the hospital gotta see champy and yes i'm calling oh, him yes, champy, champy. <laughs> no i know i feel like this has been like we've been talking about penhurst for so long i, I forgot about champ forgot about champy like, no oh. never hashtag never forget champy we love champ <laughs> yeah um sorry it was a long one but also you're welcome yeah. <laughs> um, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. Yes, please. But other than that, I don't really have anything else for you guys. What about you, Savannah? Um, I think that's it. Okay, well then I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music. <laughs>